I'm Maria Morgan. You're listening to Closer Look. Staying home drove millions of us to get our hands dirty. Seed sales are booming and gardens are growing. Gary Oppenheimer founded a website called ampleharvest.org. That's ample, A-M-P-L-E, as in plenty for everyone. He has a solution if you get way more cucumbers than you bargained for. What ampleharvest.org continues to do today on an ever-expanding basis is to connect the nation's gardeners to the nation's food pantries. So the hungry families going to food pantry typically got the jars and the cans and the boxes, but no fresh food. Meanwhile, down the street were gardeners, and I'm not talking about farmers, I'm just talking people who grow tomatoes and cucumbers and what have you in their backyard, who grew too much food, wanted to not see that surplus go to waste, but were always under the understanding they weren't allowed to donate it. What I had realized was that if food could go from my garden directly to the food pantry down the street from me, then the food could go to the hungry family's dinner table on a same day basis. The way that we're able to collect fresh food at a food pantry now is by shortening that length of time between taking it out of the ground, snipping it off of its mother plant and getting it to the table. Absolutely. And the important thing is this food is local to that particular community. And once I, as a gardener, know that I can donate food and I know to where to donate it. And by the way, the important thing also, the ideal day of the week in time, I'll do that for the rest of my gardening life, which means this is not a one-time donation of food. This becomes a regular part of my gardening. I've grown too much of something and all do. Collectively, gardeners grow enough surplus to feed 28 million people. That the food every year when I have too much, I now take it to the food pantry. Just like I take old clothing to a thrift shop because I don't want that going to waste. So if you feel like you've got corn coming out of your ears. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, yes. It's, I'll tell you something. The, the, um, what we know from our studies is that the majority of people who grow food grow tomatoes. Everybody grows tomatoes. Um, but the variety of food that gardeners grow is far beyond what you see in a supermarket. Um, you know, creme tomatoes, which are black. I grew yellow and white carrots one summer. My wife didn't know what they, what they were. I grew kohlrabi one year, and I didn't even know why. But this really dramatically improves the variety of fresh food getting to families in the community. It's very much a community program, but on a national level. We're now talking about a 35% increase in gardening in America so far. What this means is that even more food this year and for years to come will be available for hungry families. I reasonably, and I think everybody else expects to, that when we get past the COVID crisis and the economy levels out and improves again, we will probably return to the pre-COVID level of food insecurity and hunger. But I'm also feeling, and the industry is agreeing, that once you have dug a garden and started gardening, you're probably not going to stop. So the people who've started gardening will continue to garden. So at the end of the day, next year, two years from now, whatever, we may well end up with having 55, 58 million gardeners. It's a renaissance of of the agricultural society that we came from. And in fact, not the first time in history this has happened. Victory gardens were a very big deal during World War I and World War II. 
Absolutely. As a matter of fact, President Lincoln asked Americans to create what they call what he called People's Gardens. And as a matter of fact, today the USD has a program called the People's Garden Initiative. But it was hearkening back to the fact that if you can grow food in your on your backyard or wherever, do it. It's good for your family. And obviously during the war, it left more food available for the military. But it also meant that you can also share that surplus with others in the community. Today, it's more important than ever, particularly during the COVID crisis. You need the healthiest food possible to have the best immune system to resist the virus. And the fresh food does it. What if um, I'm a new gardener and I don't, I don't get millions of cucumbers. I just get maybe 10 extra ones that I, I just can't use. Do the food banks want my, my one extra zucchini and my three extra tomatoes and my four heads of lettuce that I can't eat? Yes. Has the thrift shop ever said no to the one shirt you want to donate? Or were they grateful for what you did donate? The important thing is not what you're donating. The important thing is that what you have doesn't go to waste. If you are going to use the food, if you want to give it to a neighbor, if you want to preserve it, great. But if at the end of the day, the food you've harvested isn't going to be eaten, it should go to those who need it. By the way, there's a category of gardener that we only recently started talking about, which is not the person that you think of as a traditional gardener. You just bought a house and with your house came an apple tree or maybe orange trees. And every spring, when or every summer rather, when the apples come raining down on you or when the oranges come raining down, you don't think of yourself as a gardener because you certainly didn't plant a tree. But nonetheless, you have more food than you can use. We call them accidental gardeners. Those people can donate the food just like any other gardener. Ample Harvest.org actually just now launched a brand new program for the small farmer. Everybody in America has been horrified at the pictures of farmers dumping food because they couldn't bring it to market. If your harvest fits in a pickup truck or a van, you're a small family farmer. You can now use ampleharvest.org to find a food pantry and donate the harvest that you couldn't bring to market. I'm Maria Morgan. You're listening to Closer Look. Lots of people are putting their hands in dirt for the very first time, thanks to COVID-19 and quarantine. They're learning to grow their own food. My guest is Gary Oppenheimer. His experience is you'll probably get too much lettuce or zucchini or tomatoes or something, and you'll be looking for people to take them off your hands so they don't go to waste. Gary, let's get into the nuts and bolts of ampleharvest.org. How does it work, and why was something like the website necessary? Most food pantries are not online. There's no telephone book anymore and you won't find them on Google. So what we did is we created a search engine of food pantries that wanted to receive the food and had the information that was specific for what a gardener would need to do that. And the most important thing was the ideal day and time to donate it. So if your church food pantry is distributing food Sundays at three o'clock, the ideal time for you to come is maybe Sunday nine to noon, for example. So you now know when to harvest the food Sunday morning, bring the food in, it goes to home with the family that night. So everything there involved the use of the website and technology. Today, we are approaching 9,000 food pantries. Every time a new pantry signs up on uh, ampleharvest.org, it's another pin on the map that allows the gardeners who live within a 20-minute drive to donate to it. We don't have a problem in America of not having enough food. Hunger doesn't exist because we don't have the food. We throw away 40% of our food and 50% of our produce. We have the food. But every time a gardener learns that she can donate the food into where, that's one less person who ever waste their surplus. 
By the way, it's also one more person who can share that information with their neighbors, but it also increases the amount of fresh food getting to the food pantries to improve the health of the nation. The timing is the issue. If the food is going from my garden to a table at the pantry to a hungry family on a same-day basis, nothing needs refrigeration and nothing needs storage. And the hungry family is getting food fresher than you and I can buy in the supermarket. It is truly garden fresh food. So you make a distinction between food banks and food pantries. Why is that distinction important? In most of America, the place that a hungry family goes is called a food pantry. In some places, it's called a food cupboard or a food shelf or a food closet. And just to make things more fun, in Oregon and Washington only, the places hungry families go are also called food banks. Many people, most people say, if I'm hungry, I'm going to go to a food bank. That's common. People will say that all the time. And everybody pretty much gets the idea that I'm going to go to a place where I can get food. But if you really want to look at how the system is laid out with Feeding America being the center or the hub of the American hunger system, Feeding America has a network of 200 plus food banks. The food banks are large industrial warehouses with tractor trailer loads of food going in and out. That's not where hungry families go. And that's not where the gardeners that partner with ampleharvest.org go either. Typically, no. Typically, the gardener is going to go to the food pantry closest to them. I want it so that a a gardener doesn't have to go more than about a 20-minute drive. Texas may be different because it's so big, but really a 20-minute drive to get to a food pantry. It has to be convenient. The first place you may look is your own church, but you're going to find them wherever they are in the community, but they are local to you. I'm in northern New Jersey. The nearest food bank to me is about a 50-minute drive all the way down in Newark, New Jersey. It services the entire northern half of New Jersey. I am not going to schlep all the way down there to donate food. I'm happy to go to the food pantry that's two miles away or another one that's five miles away. That's in my community. Got it. And that is why it's important is that people understand they're not taking their four zucchini and their six tomatoes to a food bank 50 miles away. They're taking it to the local church or local food pantry. Take it so that it is from me in the community to the need in the community. And by the way, this also makes sure that the people getting the food are are my neighbors. And then uh, at that point, you've got a perfect solution for ending hunger on a sustained um, basis. Let's work this communication from the other direction. Say I work for a food pantry and I think we'd love to have the fresh food from our local gardeners. How do I become a part of the ampleharvest.org network? You know, what do I need to do? And then how do I get the word out to gardeners that, okay, hey, bring me those cucumbers? You're a food pantry manager. You come to ampleharvest.org and under the food pantry menu, it says register your pantry. It's totally, totally free. Day or two later, after we have verified the information, we activate you and you're now visible to the gardeners. We then send you some information, two pieces that are important to you as the local food pantry manager. One is a boilerplate press announcement that you can send out to your local media, letting the people in your community know that you're now accessible to them by ampleharvest.org. We also send out PDFs of flyers that your staff and your volunteers can print out and put up in local um, stores, garden centers, YMCAs, et cetera. That's what you're doing in the community. What we are doing at the 10,000-foot level, and again, in large part thanks to the uh, amazing uh, support from Google, is we do advertising online across the country 
in all 50 states to help the gardeners learn. So that you're planting, maybe you're trying to find out, well, how do I grow carrots? Or when's the right time to harvest my tomatoes? Or how do I donate food? There's a very good chance that an ampleharvest.org ad will come up. Click on it and you now learn about donating it. You then come to the site, look up the food pantry near you, and it's a match made in heaven for the rest of your gardening life. And I imagine this is all done by zip code. Zip code or address. But yes, you put in your zip code and up will come a listing of the pantries in distance order to you. And you pick the one that's most convenient. In what ways has COVID-19 and the pandemic and the shutdown and this mass unemployment, all this that no one expected, how has that affected what ampleharvest.org has been doing and will do going forward? We reached out to a a health expert and they helped put together guidance that's now on Ample Harvest at all, both for the gardeners and for the food pantries on how to manage this safely in the the COVID um, crisis. So for the gardeners about how to donate the food, when not to donate the food. For example, if you're not feeling well, if if you've got symptoms of a cold or something, don't harvest the food, not even for donation. Don't harvest it for your own family. You don't want to, you know, get somebody in your own family sick. Let somebody else do it. We also have a process in place to enable the safe transition of the food from you to the food pantry while maintaining social distancing. The gardener is working in her own garden. She's doing her own harvesting and she's driving it herself to the food pantry. So it is the social distance. Um, social distancing is inherent um, um, to the model. I think with more people now working from home, and by the way, I think some percentage of those people will not go back to an office, will continue to work from home. That means they've gained maybe two hours a day. They're not commuting anymore. That's more time in the garden. That's more time to get their fingers dirty, to grow food for their family, and to help their own um, community. I'm Maria Morgan. This is Closer Look. And Gary Oppenheimer is my guest, the founder of ampleharvest.org, A-M-P-L-E, as in plenty, ampleharvest.org. What other ways can you be reached? Uh, are you on Facebook? We're on Facebook. Yes, we're on Facebook. The Facebook name is ampleharvest.org. Our Twitter handle is ampleharvest. Uh, please do follow us on social media if you want to email us, info at ampleharvest.org. Is there anything we didn't talk about, Gary? Did we cover it? Um, We would love more corporate partners. I will tell you that we have the ability for corporations to sponsor all the food pantries in their state. And we have a bunch of states already taken. We still have many states available. And if a corporation is interested in having their name and logo appear on the top of every food pantry listing, seen by both gardeners and hungry families for a year, get in touch with us at info at ampleharvest.org. These partnerships are valuable for us, obviously, in terms of the work we're doing, and they're valuable for the uh, corporation to let the people in the state know that this corporation really cares about not just feeding people, but ending hunger. Any kind of corporation, not just a food-related corporation? Any corporation. We have had an insurance company. We have had a vision company. No matter what business you're in, and it doesn't make a difference whether you're a small uh, local business or whether you're a large um, nationwide corporation, um, but we would love to partner with you. It's it's a valuable thing for ampleharvest.org. And frankly, again, it's valuable for people in the community to know that the business really wants to find a solution to hunger.